ladies and gentlemen, welcome to He Book, She Book. We are two weeks away from Money in the Bank. Today is Independence Day. Happy 4th of July weekend, everybody. This should be dropping July 5th, so we're still enjoying the holiday weekend. But again, we are two weeks away from Money in the Bank, from live crowds, from the first pay-per-view in over a year to actually... We're, we're getting back into this, guys. We're yeah, finally getting so back exciting. into... You know, we had WrestleMania with fans... It was a cool, you know, it's like, here, this is what this used to look like. And now we finally get that back at Money in the Bank. We're back on tour. We're back to the real stuff. My name's Mike. And I'm Becca. And we didn't have any releases this week, so that's another plus. Yeah. Very exciting information. Uh, we did have a return, which we'll get to later, so that's fun too. No releases, but a return. How exciting for the WWE. Yeah. Uh, Raw still is not as great as SmackDown, and we'll get into both of those. Yeah, and we actually, we watched AEW and NXT this week. Yeah. Just, it was just an all-wrestling week. We, we watched it all. We watched everything that we could. Yeah. I think we also watched some random shit that, like, old matches, because we watched a lot of CM Punk stuff this week, too. Yeah, we, just for some, I think it was, that it was, was just the anniversary, funsies. I think, of uh, CM Punk's uh, Pipe Bomb. Yeah. So we just went back and watched that. We watched the Money in the Bank from that year. And Money in the Bank is just one of the best pay-per-views they have. It really is. Because, well, first off, ladder matches in general, yes. such a good time. Yeah. And then put a contract on the line. Six guys, eight guys, maybe. Yeah, I think this year we're doing eight and eight. Eight women, eight men. Yep. So we're going to have a good time. We can start opening the show with Raw, though, because we still don't know who is going to be all four men from Raw in Money in the Bank. Yeah. We have Randy Orton... Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles are supposed to battle it out for that last spot. All three losers from last week. Yes. Who lost to John Morrison, Ricochet, and Riddle. Yes. Now these three losers mm -hmm. get to fight it out again to determine which of the losers gets to be the winner. <laughs> yeah, except Randy Orton isn't here for some reason. Taking a, taking a break. I don't know. It was funny, though, because Sonya and Adam were like, He's not here for whatever reason, and they just keep on keeping on and saying that there's going to be a battle royale for that third spot in the triple threat. But Riddle comes up and says something about Randy missed his flight because he was up late playing video games. I honestly would believe it. I would believe that. I yeah. really do. Because the way, And the way they looked at him was like, Riddle wasn't supposed to say that. Like, that might be what actually happened. But either way, Riddle enters this battle royale as Randy Orton. So that if he wins, he can be put in the triple threat match as Randy Orton. And this way he can then win the triple threat match as Randy Orton. So Randy can be in the money in the bank. Yeah. And they honestly, they didn't go far enough with this for me. They should have just gone, yes. give him the entrance music, give mm -hmm. him every little bit of it. Well, they gave him his own music and then... Okay. When he won, when he, they did so give he, him... So he yeah. won the Battle Royale, yeah. which, duh, we knew this was going to happen. He won, Riddle's music starts playing, and he's like, whoa, 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 turn my music off. I am Randy. Yeah. And Rand, he's like, Randy won, yeah. so play Randy's music. And he did the pose, he did everything. I love everything about Matt Riddle. Yeah, it's, it's I so love him. weirdly fun to have this storyline of Riddle... It's like he's still trying to impress Randy, but like Randy's giving him that little bit of leeway. Like, I, I am kind of impressed with you. Yeah. There's something going on with Riddle that I think, I think they might actually like push him to the main event scene. I'm okay with that. And I don't know if that means that he wins Money in the Bank. I, that's not who I would pick to win it. 
Yeah. But he's not a bad choice. He's not a bad choice at, at all. all. Especially once the fans get back. Because I think the fans are going to be really behind this I thing. agree with that. Because, I, I mean, the fans were behind him before he was getting this push. Like, Absolutely. the fans were like, yeah. why is Riddle not getting the push he deserves? The guy doesn't have bad matches. No, never. He always has a great match. So... He wins this. Yeah. He's Randy Orton and he wins. So now it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Matt Riddle versus AJ Styles for that last spot from the Raw side in Money in the Bank. Um, I keep wanting to call Drew McIntyre right here, Drew Gulak, and he's only on my mind because he was in this Battle Royale. Yes, he was. And when he got eliminated, he then won the 24-7 championship. This happened during the Battle Royale. Yeah, he won and it, then he lost it. Our truth takes it from him, and then Tazawa takes it back from our truth So three separate times, this got exchanged during the Battle Royale. Yeah. There was also some bullshit that happened with uh, Omos. He wasn't in it, but he still eliminated the Viking Raiders. Yeah, he dragged the Viking Raiders out. Very strong guy. He's such a big boy. It's like, that man is actually scary. I want to see him do stuff though like more stuff and i know we've talked about this before because like he's fast he's big he's strong i want to see him like what can he actually do yeah, is, i think that's like that's kind of the fun of this yeah like, we don't we don't know. know what he is like we saw at wrestlemania mm-hmm. he can work he can do some stuff he's got personality yeah he, there's i think he might be you know he's obviously very new to this yeah and you can see that but he's building that confidence and having him next to aj styles it just there's something, there's like an aura around him of like, mm-hmm. is this guy going to be a star? Yeah. Is this our next giant? Is this why they were okay with Braun getting released? Because we have this giant. Because we have a giant, release. yeah. Because like, there's never been a time, as long as I've been watching wrestling, that there wasn't some form of giant Mm-mm. in wrestling. Yeah. Whether it was literally the giant or the big show or the Undertaker or Kane. All those people are gone now. Yeah. Well, and even Braun I would throw into that. That's what I'm saying. Braun yeah. took over for... Undertaker and Kane being gone, mm-hmm. Big Show being gone, and he was the new monster, and now he's gone. So it's like, is Omos now that monster, that big guy, that giant, that always, there has to be one in wrestling. Yeah. And it looks like he's that one right now. I mean, we'll see. But we can go on to the triple threat match, because it's so funny watching this triple threat match, because it is the loser's. Except for Riddle. Except for Riddle. Riddle won his match. Riddle beat Drew yeah. McIntyre last week. Riddle is already in mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. But he's not Riddle today. He's Randy Orton today. Correct, yeah. So he wins that battle royale. He's in the triple threat. AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle going at it. It's a great match. Matt Riddle... It's hurt. a long match. It's a very long match. Yeah. But Matt Riddle gets hurt. He hurts his foot because, you know, he wrestles barefoot. He hurts himself. They call the refs call people down to get him to the back, and the whole time he's hobbling to the back, he's just yelling, "I can't let Randy down." Heartbreaking. <laughs> it's so sad. Heartbreaking. So now it's just Drew versus AJ. So now it's just two true losers going against each other, and Matt Riddle comes limping back into this match, and we're like, "Oh shit, Matt Riddle's going to win this because he comes in and he starts just he takes out Drew, and then he RKO's AJ, and then Omos pulls AJ." out from underneath that pin and drew mcintyre then pins riddle and now drew mcintyre is in the money in the bank and i'm not happy about it no not happy about either it's like we've already gone over this what is he going to do if he wins money in the bank well here's so 
I don't want to spoil what we're going to talk about later, but someone that is later on SmackDown announced <laughs> for Money in the Bank that we will talk about <laughs> mentioned that when they win Money in the Bank, they can choose to face Raw or SmackDown. So we have that confirmation of... Yes. Like, for this yeah, so year maybe, or whatever. Oh, maybe if Drew wins, he would then... Go to SmackDown and yeah, go on Roman Reigns. Take on Roman. Which is fine. Whatever. Yeah, at least but, it's new. At least it's something different. But they could have put anybody else in this spot. I don't even want AJ Styles in the spot. I didn't think that this triple threat should have happened. It should have been somebody else that we could... It should have been Jinder. See, I agree with you. Oh, I don't think it should have been Jinder. <laughs> I think it should have been Jeff Hardy, honestly, because yeah. Jeff Hardy would have just been fun in this match. But well, the crazy thing to me is that your final two in this battle royal was Matt Riddle and Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest Damian for the Priest, first time in Mad Long. We since haven't hurt Miz. seen since he murdered the Miz. Yeah, and like it seemed like at the and we talked about this at the time. Damian Priest is in a great spot mm-hmm. when we talked about that. Damian Priest has been just MIA. For weeks now. Yeah, because he hurt the Miz. And he gets in this final two, and he has an interaction with Riddle backstage later on, which was kind of weird because, like, he just beat you and cost you an opportunity at Money in the Bank, but you want to go to Burger King with him? Yeah, it's very... Raw is so fucking Raw weird. Raw is very weird right now. It's so weird right now. I feel like Damian Priest would have been a great spot. Yeah. Or would have been a great choice to put in this spot. And it didn't happen. You know, we're, we're putting Drew in it. There's nothing we can do about it at this point. I do still have high hopes that, you know, they they let that little bit of, you know, when Jinder was backstage, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? When, yeah, with all like two people, weeks ago now, I think. Yeah, and he was saying, like, oh, well, if something happens to one of the entrants, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I hope that wasn't just put there, just, you know, yeah, just we're not going to use that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that idea of maybe last second. Well, remember... You know, they play Randy's music, or not Randy's music, maybe they play Drew's music and Drew doesn't come out. Remember that this happened uh, a couple years ago at the Rumble, the, at the Women's Rumble. Yeah. Lana got injured, she was coming out, she couldn't make it all the way down the ramp, and, and Becky like came out and throw me in. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen with gender, or... Well, here's the thing. God, I don't <laughs> care about gender. I really don't care. I hope it's you, not gender. You absolutely can't pull off that same spot with gender Mahal. Because the crowd will be like... Yeah, the crowd will be like, get the fuck out of here. We're down a guy. Like, I, I think some people in the crowd would pop for it just because the comedy would be like, oh, cool, Jinder's <laughs> yeah. here. But, like, if it's, like, a cool... Like, if it's, like, if John Cena fucking comes out or something. Yeah. Which I think, you know, I wouldn't particularly enjoy that much, but... Yeah, like, but it would still be, like, an oh, shit moment, you yeah, know? Yeah, because you got to give the live crowd a surprise. Yeah. And maybe that surprise isn't for this match, but if I feel like... You got to pull out all stops at this point. Yeah. Because right now, we're finally getting back to the fans, and I keep seeing on Twitter, and we're kind of going off on a tangent here right now, but I keep seeing that people are saying like, "Oh, Vince and WWE are going to be in for a rude awakening when they realize the fans hate all of the current, yeah. you know, <laughs> stars right now and all the current gimmicks." And I'm going a completely different way with this. I think WWE is in for a shock at who. The crowd is really going to pop for Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think the crowd's going to go nuts for Nikki Cross. Yeah. yeah. I think the crowd's really going to be into Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. Yeah. Like The crowd is 100% into RK Bro. I think there's a chance that they're not going to be into Drew. Because I think there's... I think we are over we are, Drew. Yeah. We're over Drew. It's been... Like, thank you, Drew, for your time yeah. of last year. Listen, if great. Drew goes to SmackDown... 
it's kind of a fresh start for Drew, and yes, that's fantastic. But I don't want Drew to win Money in the Bank no. and then go to SmackDown. He can go to SmackDown in a superstar shakeup, in a draft, in however we change the roster once we have the live crowds again. We can do all of that, but we don't need him to win Money in the Bank to get there. We have so many other options for Money in the Bank. Let's start building some other guys up. Let's think, the point of Money in the Bank is that it should be for giving guys that haven't been to the mountaintop yet yes. that ladder to get there. I think Drew that's McIntyre. why I was so annoyed with it being Drew, Randy, and AJ, because they're oh, yeah. all already at the top like, of the ladder. All three of those guys at any given week, any given pay-per-view, you could thrust into a title opportunity and you'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. It would work any like, time. like, Matt Riddle, you'd look and be like, oh, shit, they're doing that? Yeah. Like, that's what I want to see from a Money mm-hmm. in the Bank winner is I want... One, I want somebody to call their fucking shot. It's been so long yeah. since somebody had money in the bank and instead of a surprise cash-in was like, I'm going to cash in at a pay-per-view. Yeah. This is when I'm cashing in. That would be great. But we're off on a tangent. We need to get back to, to Raw. I don't know, man. You're not going to want to talk about what I put next on this list. Well, let's fucking do it anyway. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Shayna and Naya and Reggie being backstage talking about Shayna's match later. Uh, saying that it's all Alexa's bliss fault, that they're losing everything, and that when she is done with Nikki Cross, she's going to put Alexa in a permanent timeout with Lily because we still don't see the doll, and that's okay. But when they walk away, Alexa is standing behind and heard everything, so she's not happy. So during the Shayna and Nikki Cross match, which I'm confused because is Nikki Cross still going by Nikki Cross or is she going by Nikki Ash now? Confused the shit out of me. To be honest with you. Okay. So she, so Nikki Cross is backstage. Love her to death. She's adorable. Yeah, this I think whole she's superhero the best. thing is great. She decides that she should be Nikki the almost superhero. Mm-hmm. Nikki Ash. Right? Yes. And she comes out, and on the screen it says Nikki Cross. And on the lower third, it's Nikki Cross. So are All you the announcers fucking, are saying Nikki Cross. Yeah, like, are you Nikki Ash now, or is that a nickname? I, I don't know. Remember, years ago, we had the Hurricane, mm-hmm. and then he had, I believe it was Rosie, was the superhero in training. And the, the joke was, oh, it's shit. Mm-hmm. Superhero in training. So, like, we're doing that again, but it's yes. almost superhero, Nikki Ash, Nikki Cross. I'm into it. I'm into the new name, but are you? Like, what are you? What is Nikki? Is I, she Nikki Ash? Is she Nikki Cross? It doesn't make any sense. I don't really know what's happening, but Alexa was mad, so she came out during ringside. She took out Naya and Reggie. Nikki Cross wins. Nikki Ash wins. I don't really know. Nikki wins. Nikki wins. Great. That's all that really matters. Push her to the moon. Push her to the moon. Love her. I'm excited to see her in Money in the Bank. I still don't know who I want to win the women's Money in the Bank, but I she's on my list. And I, I know we talked about this last week where you like talked me into Nikki being the winner. Wait, we'll get we'll get we'll talk about we'll the get to that. We did we did add someone to yes that women's ladder match. Yes, we. I'm still. We don't even know if Liv's still going to be in it. I'm still pissed about we'll that. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we can talk about Asuka and Naomi. They were in. They're going to be in Money in the Bank. And again, they had another match against Dewdrop and Eva Marie. And Eva is basically saying that she wants this match because she wants to make up for last week. She wasn't a good tag team partner. She wants to make up for last week. And then Dewdrop's like, all right, cool, let's do this. And while they're wrestling, Dewdrop goes to, or Eva taps in again. Dewdrop gets away and tries to tag Eva in. And Eva jumps off the side as payback for last week. And I hate everything about it. Yep. 
<laughs> you're not going to talk about this? No, it's, I love what's going on. I know you hate it a lot. I get that. And I get that it's got to be at least a 50-50 divide of, like, people hate this this Eva Marie thing. People love this Eva Marie thing. Yeah, people I fucking love hate it, it. Love it for troll reasons, which is why I love it. Yeah, but, like, I fucking hate it. It's so funny because, one, Piper Niven's great. She's so good. And she wins this match. And she this pins does not, Oscar. Yeah, this does not defer her at all. She she keeps going, and she pins Oscar. Yeah. And Which like, sucks for Oscar, but still. Piper it, Niven It even sucks for Piper Niven, because then Eva gets on the mic and says the winner is Eva Marie. She is. I hate Eva Marie. I mean, she did win. In the record books, it will show that Dewdrop and, and Eva Marie... <laughs> Beat Asuka and Naomi, was it? Naomi, yeah. I feel like we need to start uh, making a video content of this solely for the Eva segment because I just, I hate everything about this. I, I hate it. it. I honestly I know, and it shows it. in our body language right now. So, I just wish that they would be in the money in the bank for the comedy of it. Like, yeah, I would like, just love, so imagine this. Just, just... Go on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. We take Oscar and Naomi out for whatever reason. Maybe they're in traffic. Maybe they're in, you know, <laughs> maybe there's a backstage altercation or something. And we're like, all right, we're going to put uh, Piper Niven or Dewdrop, whatever you want to call her. We're going to put her in. We're going to put Eva Marie in. And they, they all go out and they battle it out, but only seven of the women are there, right? Eva Marie is stuck in traffic. Right, mm-hmm. she comes out at the very last second, and she fucking wins the back. The amount of anger that would be I'm angry uh, with just you saying this. The amount of heat she would get for that would be because remember when Brock Lesnar just came out of nowhere, yes, and won Money in the Bank. Do the same thing with Eva Marie. No, the heat she'd get would be incredible. No, I hate that. I hate everything about it. But here's the thing: I would also have her lose that cash in. Yeah, yeah, she can't win. Yeah. No, she can't. But what a waste of... Eva Marie can't be women's champion. No. What a waste of money in the bank. Because she hasn't even wrestled. Yeah. What a waste of money in the bank. No, it would be an absolute waste, but it would be the comedy. I'm happy that she's not in it. Yeah. I also don't think that Asuka or Naomi is going to win. So it honestly, out of those four women, it doesn't really matter who's in it. Because I don't think any of those four women would win it. No. I don't think Asuka wins. I don't think Naomi wins. Mm -mm. But I mean, we still have two weeks till Money in the Bank. And this is now the second time that these four women have wrestled each other. And they could very easily be like, we're going to wrestle each other again now that we won once and you won once and we should put your spots for Money in the Bank on the line. They should. And they could easily do that. Regardless of what you think about Eva Marie or not, this is giving Piper Niven a platform to show how good she is. Yes. And she's great. And she is very good. She's so good. And she should be in Money in the Bank more so than Naomi or Asuka. Just because, again... Give it's a new that, face. Give that platform to somebody that hasn't been there yeah. yet. Naomi years ago was SmackDown's champion. Mm-hmm. Asuka has been champion a million times. Yeah. And not that they didn't deserve it, but why put them in these roles when it's not something new? It's not something exciting. Yeah. I mean, the new face of, of Dewdrop would be perfect in there. Yeah. she. I like Piper Niven. I love her. And I yeah. think that's I think something great. that, again, when the fans come out that's going to be something that's shown as well. That yeah. the fans do know who she is. The fans do love her. They're going to be excited about it. And I'm curious to see if they're going to get behind the Dewdrop name. No. No. Probably not. They can't, right? How funny would it be just to hear Piper Niven chants? 
That's what I think there's a good yeah. chance of. I think there's a good chance of, like, Eva Marie gets booed, but Piper Niven gets cheered. Yeah. Which would be great, because, again, Eva Marie's job in WWE right now yeah. is to get heat. Yeah. And to get booed. Mm-hmm. And for people to hate her. And it's working really well. Yeah. I mean, that's how I ended up loving Seth Rollins, because I realized that Seth Rollins' job was to be booed, and I hated him, and I was like, oh, wait, he I'm supposed to hate him. He's doing amazing at his job like, right look now. Look at Bailey. Bailey is murdering it as a heel. She's I probably the best Bailey heel they have. I, she is. In, I've said that before. Right now. And we'll get to her as well. But let's finish up Raw. Let's Ugh. keep moving. Yeah, but it just... Power through. All right, Miz and Morrison, they are having a backstage promo. Miz is still here in this wheelchair and he has his little dripsticks next to him and they're in a promo and they start trailing off. And next thing you know, instead of the interviewer being there, Ricochet is there. And Ricochet like takes one of the dripsticks and squirts the Miz and Morrison, runs away like a little kid. It's honestly hilarious. And then Ricochet and John Morrison have a match later with the Miz on commentary. And at one point, the Miz is in his wheelchair blocking Morrison so that Ricochet can't get to him, but it's fucking Ricochet. I literally, as he was setting this up, was just like, Ricochet's going to flip over this fucking chair. Yeah, and sure enough. And he did. He did. And it ended up ending in a double countout. Which Ricochet is mastering, because that's two double countouts for Ricochet in the last, like, month. Yeah. I'm just... I'm sorry, I really, really wanted to like Ricochet. Years ago. Really wanted to like Ricochet. I just... Well, he did do something crazy in this match. Uh, He's incredible. He's so good. Just does nothing for me. When he did that crossbody from the top rope, though... Very impressive. And, like, he hit John Morrison, who was sitting on the barricade. Yep. That shit was wild. Well, here's the thing, because we did watch AEW as well. Yeah. Sammy Guevara did that shit ten times better. Yeah. And, and it was actually onto concrete. And we saw that angle. Yeah. We did not see where Morrison fell. We know yeah. Morrison fell not onto concrete. 100% was a crash pad there. I have no doubt in my mind. But Sammy Guevara did that shit way better. Yeah, he did. So for some reason, also on Raw, we have Charlotte, Natty, and Tamina versus Rhea, Mandy, and Dana Brooke. So we know that Charlotte and Rhea are are constantly having their feud and that Natty, Tamina, Mandy, and Dana are having a feud. So it's a six-man tag team match, basically. And beforehand, Charlotte's talking to Natty and Tamina like, we're the only ones who understand what it's like to uphold a family legacy and blah, blah, blah. And a few weeks ago, Mandy straight up told Natty and Tamina that they wouldn't still be here if it wasn't for their last names. Well, one thing that I thought of when uh, they mentioned that Tamina is here to uphold a family legacy. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about her family legacy. If I'm Tamina, yeah, not quite trying to live up to any kind of family legacy mm-hmm. right now. As great as Jimmy Snooker was, uh, there's a dark side of the ring <laughs> about her dad that I implore everyone to watch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we don't need to talk about that now. No. And then it doesn't even matter because Charlotte wins again because Wait. Charlotte always wins. Yeah. She pins Natty. Rhea then takes Charlotte out at the knees and runs away. And that's all we have on that. We still don't know if anything's happening with Natty and Tamina. Uh, but I still think that they're going to be versus Mandy and Dana yeah. at Money like in the Bank. Yes, I think it's going to be a pre-show match at Money in the Bank because we haven't had really anything with the tag team in a while, like the tag team t- titles. Uh, we do know, though, that Charlotte and Rhea 
will have a match at Money in the Bank. So I guess they're just going to keep running this out for the next two weeks. Fun. I don't know, man. They had a shot that when it seemed like Charlotte was going crazy. Yeah. We were like, oh, this seems interesting. This seems new. Mm -hmm. This is like a fun little wrinkle. What happened with that? I don't know. Nothing happened with it. Nothing happened with it. Now we just have, again, Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also, again, had Jackson Riker versus Elias. So remember last week we were talking about how Jackson Riker was in the back hitting himself with the strap. Same exact thing this week. Except this time, our truth comes running up to him and he's like, why are you doing that? What's what's happening here? Why are you doing that? And that was hilarious. Fun little comedy I segment. love our truth Our truth is there for the comedy and I miss seeing him on a more like regular basis on the backstage side because him being the 24-7 champion, he was constantly yeah. doing, like, goofy shit. Well, it's weird that we have a three-hour show, and for some reason we can't find, like, two-minute R-Truth segments. Yeah. But this was good. This was fun. Uh, then we had the strap match, and Jackson Riker wins. Yeah. But who cool. knows what's going to happen with those guys. Uh, I want to go back to, real quick, the uh, the women's division. Because we noticed as we were watching, there were two women's tag matches mm-hmm. on Raw this week. There was a six-women tag, and then there was a two-on-two. Yeah. They literally can't do that on Cannot SmackDown. Cannot do that on SmackDown. And yet still, I am more interested in the women on SmackDown. Yeah. Than I am on the Raw side. Yeah. You have the women's tag team championships being feuded over on the Raw side. Mm-hmm. Nothing really on the SmackDown side. You have the Piper Niven, Eva Marie thing going on as well. You have Charlotte and Marie. You have so many things going on on the yeah. women's side on Raw. You have literally... I mean, you have kind of two storylines going now with SmackDown women. And as few women as they have on SmackDown, they're still more interesting than all the women they have on Raw. Yeah. And it's crazy to me to think that. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. And we still don't know if Liv Morgan is going to be in the fucking Money in the Bank. And I, if you haven't, if you can't tell, am unhappy about that. We, well, we have to assume that she is. We said that last week. Yeah, but we still have two weeks to go. Mm-hmm. There's we have two weeks and two yeah. spots. Yeah. So we'll get into that. But first, I want to talk about Edge because that crazy man, yeah. once again, comes out and he. we open the show with him in the ring. And he's talking about how he's been knocking down obstacles forever and nothing stops him. And he knows that he's going to beat Roman. And then he gets like... The camera's right on him and his crazy eyes are staring into all of our souls. And he's just saying, like, I'm going to beat you. It's only a matter of when. And I I know that Roman is going to have a very long reign. And Roman has had a very long reign. It would be cool to see Edge beat Roman. Well, I was thinking, like, I believe what Edge tells me. Yes. Well, that's because he stares right into yes. your soul. We have no choice. To you have no choice. But I don't think that time is... is like now, I don't think. Well, I think that's why he said it's a matter of when, not a matter of money exactly. in the bank. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's money in the bank. If Edge takes it, cool. Yeah. I would love it. I don't think it happens here. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it happens anytime in the next like few months. Like maybe like Survivor Series time. Like I think eventually yeah, somebody does have to take this title off Roman. And like the only, I don't know who it'll be. We know that Edge is going to be going against uh, Seth. At the next well, we don't paper. know that. Okay, we we it's rumored. Yeah, and that, it's winding up that way. Yes. With the segments going on. So, like, we're not going to have Edge win this match unless we have Edge then defend that championship against Seth at 
SummerSlam. Which wouldn't which, hurt, because yeah. you can also give Roman the marquee match with John Cena, mm-hmm. and that doesn't need the title. Does not need the title. But you might as well have it, mm-hmm. because if WWE does anything... We know how anything, Vince is, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Either way, Jay Uso is not here again, and Jimmy Uso is coming up to Paul in the back, who's in Roman's... Like dressing room. Coming up to Paul. Like we know. <laughs> Listen, Paul Heyman. Come up to Paul Heyman. And he's in Roman's rest dressing room watching Edge on the TV. And Jimmy comes up like, Listen, I'm here for the family. Me and the tribal chief are going to finish Edge and take the family flag and stab him stab him in the heart. And I hate bitch Jimmy. Yeah. I hate it. it. That's what his name should be now. Yeah. Bitch Jimmy. Because I hate it. He went from nobody's bitch. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, not that long ago. To now, he's like Riddle trying to impress Randy. He's yeah, Jay. What? Whichever he is, whichever Uso again. <laughs> he's bitch Jimmy, trying to like impress just, Roman. They're bitch Usos now. But what happened to Jimmy not referring to him as the tribal chief? And this week he's like, oh, me and the tribal chief, me and the tribal chief. Like, oh, I hate it. So. There are so many backstage segments of Jimmy Uso talking to Paul. And then eventually throughout the night, these backstage segments start turning into like, wait, where is Roman? Yeah. And he's asking him, like, where is Roman at? This main event tonight is going to be me, Jimmy Uso, calling out Edge and blah, blah, blah. And like, now I'm main event Jimmy Uso. And like, you're not really, you're just main event calling out Edge. <laughs> like, you're not. <laughs> like, he's calling out Edge Jimmy Uso? <laughs> yeah, like, you're not main event jimmy uso because you're not wrestling in that main event no like you're just going out there to call out edge and to be roman's bitch God, they, i just it the jimmy thing could have been so good it could have been so good and we just instead yeah we it's went from nobody's this. bitch to somebody's bitch and it's annoying and i hate it yeah. and even edge is backstage like i'm so tired of this family i'm so tired of them we're tired of them everybody's tired of them and again, Jimmy and Paul Heyman are talking and Jimmy's annoyed that Roman's not here. But Paul Heyman's like, go out there and go call out Edge. So he does. When Edge comes out, Edge is like, how do you not see that he's using you just like he uses your entire family, just like he used your brother? He's treating you the same way he treated your brother, which is something that Jimmy was pissed about, by the way. Yeah. Well, Edge also brought up, like, what happened to nobody's bitch? Yeah. He's like, now you're Roman's bitch. Yeah. Yeah, they both are. And he said, like, Roman laid the perfect trap. Not for me. For you. And then Edge comes down to the ring, and Edge takes out Jimmy Uso. Just beats the piss out of him. Yeah. The same way he did a couple weeks ago, or last week with Roman. A couple weeks ago? I forget when that was, with the chair. Well, that was from WrestleMania. Uh, well, he ended that the same way with Jimmy, where he broke the chair, he takes the piece of the chair, puts it in Jimmy's mouth, and just yeah. pulls. Very cool visual. Very cool. I liked it a lot. Um, It was awesome that they had the same shot with Roman Reigns that they do with Jimmy Uso and Edge and his crazy eyes just taking out this tribal chief and his family. And there's still no sign of Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman never, never shows up. Never showed up at all. This is probably the first SmackDown in a very long time that we did not have Roman Reigns. Yeah. And it was fine. It was fine. I mean, we still had the family segments and stuff, but it worked. Yeah. And I think that, again, Edge is, I don't think Edge is taking the title off Roman at Money in the Bank. It'll be a banger, and I think it'll be close, but 
we have that just lurking in the back. Seth Rollins is pissed that Edge cut the line. This is one of, if not, it has to be like my top two or three favorite segments that I've ever seen in my life was Seth Rollins coming up to Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce backstage and introducing himself. Yeah. Hi, I'm Seth Rollins, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what the fuck? And they look at him, they're like, we know who you are. And he's like, oh, oh, so you didn't forget about me? You do know who I am? Because he's pissed. He's pissed that all of a sudden, like, he came up and said, I want this match. And then Edge comes up and says, I'm having this match. And they're like, yeah, Edge is having this match. But I do like that Adam Pearce was like, don't act like Edge doesn't deserve to be where he is. He has all the accolades to get there. And then he turned around and was like, he didn't get a one-on-one match after winning the Royal Rumble. Which here's the thing. I was not in the room when the segment was happening. Yeah, we had to we rewind had to this. We had to rewind it. But you were telling me this, and I'm like, yeah, but whose fucking fault is that? Yeah, which was also Seth Rollins' Seth Rollins' valid exact point. problem was, you nincompoops yep. are the ones that made that match. Yeah. Like, Ed should have had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. Yeah, but instead, it was the triple threat with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And that is not Seth Rollins' fault. No. And Seth Rollins has every right to be pissed. Yeah. Because he hasn't gotten a title shot. Yeah. Since he's been on SmackDown. It's crazy. That is crazy to me, too. Yeah. Because, like, this is Seth freaking Rollins. And he has not had a title shot at all. No, they have kept him and Roman just at opposite ends of the arena. Very minimal interaction, which is great. Love it. But... Seth has every right to be pissed. Yeah. And I think that is why Edge won't win at Money in the Bank. Seth Rollins is going to be the reason why Edge loses. Well, there are so many ways to set this up. Because at the end of this, Sonya turns around and was like, listen, go beat Cesaro next week and you can qualify for Money in the Bank. So now there's a match between Cesaro and Seth Rollins next week and the winner of that match will be in Money in the Bank. Which I so, hate because I wanted them both in Money yes, in the Bank. But this works out great. Yeah. Let's let Cesaro win it. Yeah. He gets put in the match. Now Seth's even more pissed off. Seth ruins Edge's shot of winning against Roman. Set up Seth and Edge for SummerSlam. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it should go. And, like, we can only hope for that because SmackDown has better writers than Raw. There's a possibility of this actually working that way. Well, it's like they, they're they leading... They're making that, like, breadcrumb trail of, like... Yes. This is where we're going. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see where we're going? This is where we're going. But there's always that op- there's always that chance that we just completely swerve in I the know, opposite direction. Because, like, God forbid the fans know where we're going... Yeah. We have to swerve from last like, second. Sometimes knowing where we're going isn't a bad thing. It's still great. Yeah. Other times, like, where we're going and where we think we're going is better than when they, where they swerve to. Absolutely. Like, think about it. We really thought that it was going to be Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Yeah. We also thought that it would be Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso. Yeah. And we completely... Just... All derailed. Yeah. Everything's derailed. You know who is just holding it down for us, though? Rick Boogs. Killing it. He's just, he comes out with Kingsuke Nakamura again. And this time, it's Shinsuke and Big E versus Baron Corbin and Apollo Crews. And last week, 
I think it was Kayla was backstage and called Baron Corbin. She was like, oh, King Corbin. And then she was like, uh, 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 Baron Corbin. And Baron was all sad. And we said, this is the first time we've ever felt bad for him. And they did it to him again during his entrance. And then he's all sad again. And then we find out that the WWE is like, they put a, they applied for a trademark for Happy Corbin. Yeah. So I guess like... That's where we're going. We have to have sad Corbin before we have happy Corbin. Listen, man, I'm already on the on the train. Yeah. Because I love how we are. Baron Corbin's been a heel the entire time he's been in WWE. Yeah. Okay. And apparently he's very much beloved backstage. And we are now in the process of beating Baron Corbin down. Mm-hmm. So hard down the ladder. Yeah. That we are going to feel bad for him. Yeah, I do feel bad for him, and I do not like Baron Corbin. And last week I felt bad for him. This week I feel bad for him. So, like, it's working. It is working. Mm -hmm. His hair is growing out. There were so... He's selling his watch backstage to Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Who just happens to have 10 grand in his his pocket. pocket. Uh, That was... The backstage segments that WWE does are so much better than the on-camera segments that they do. It's annoying. Well, even during the match, there was a couple interruptions with rick boogs so one was just him playing his guitar because he thought that shinsuke was going to lose so he just plays the guitar so that it just like distracts everybody the other one was him saying some weird license plate number which was obviously baron corbin's license plate and then he said your car is getting towed it's being repossessed and then on the big screen they show his baron corbin's jeep being like repossessed and then later we see the segment with the watch so apparently since he's not a king anymore he's also broke well it's so funny because pat mcafee's <laughs> explaining what the repossession process is on commentary <laughs> and he's just like wait cole repossessed means that perry corman misses payments is he is he that like hurting for cash yeah Apparently, like, not only is Baron Corbin not the king anymore, but he's also falling behind on his car payments like, to the point of repossession. Was he getting more money for being the king? I guess that's how it works. <laughs> okay, this, that was so funny to me. You know, listen, Pat McAfee, I, I, every every yeah. week we're going to have a little bit of information about Pat McAfee. Not only was he talking about the, the repossession, once again, he's dancing during Shinsuke's entrance. This isn't dancing. Listen. This dude popped a squat on Michael Cole's shoulders. He literally was on his chair. He was on the announce table. He was on Michael Cole. It it doesn't make any sense, but he literally just kept dancing. Like, he was sitting there. He was dancing. He doesn't sit down. And then it got to a point where he broke his headset. He 100%. Something happened where either he broke his headset or he unplugged his headset. Yeah. All of a sudden, you couldn't hear Pat McAfee. You could kind of just hear, like... Somebody that's 10 feet away from the yeah. microphone. It was talking. very funny. Uh, I want a camera angle or even like a picture in picture of Pat McAfee during the entrance. Because I don't like it cutting from, like, yeah. I want to see Boogs playing and Shinsuke coming down. I want to see Pat McAfee being crazy. We don't need to cut between the two. Just picture in picture it, please. Yeah, it would be perfect. Pat McAfee, I love him. Star I'm so, he is the star of the show. This is what WWE is missing. We need to have more wrestling fans. Yeah. Either as announcers or writers. Well, it's like, let these guys be who they are. Yeah. Instead of writing them into these corners. Mm-hmm. Like, I, nobody's writing for Pat McAfee. It's right. Like, it, Pat McAfee is doing Pat McAfee mm-hmm. things. And that's why he's so entertaining, because he's being himself just turned up to 11. And that's the whole point 
of professional wrestling. Yeah. It, it's so good. And, okay, so we can get back to this weird distraction of uh, Baron's car getting repossessed. Big E takes advantage of this distraction, and he wins. So Shinsuke and Big E won against Baron and uh, Apollo Crews. I forgot who else was in that match. And then we have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in a last man standing match to qualify for Money in the Bank. As always, it's an amazing match. Great match. So good. So good. I watch them every single week. So good. And Kevin Owens picks up the victory. To Which, our surprise. Complete opposite of what we thought was going thought to happen. for sure it'd be a Sammy moment. And but Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens is now in it. Money in the Bank. Yeah. And we have most of our participants in the men's Money in the Bank match. Yeah. And then we also got another women's Money in the Bank entry. Yes, we did. Sonya Deville once again comes out to announce the second entry in the women's Money in the Bank. And I'm sitting here like, Liv won last week. Liv's going to be announced to be in Money in the Bank. And then all of a sudden, it's not Liv. It's fucking Zelina Vega. Yeah. She's back. Out of, just out of the blue, Zelina Vega's here. And she was released... A while ago. A very long time yeah, ago. Sometime, I want to say like last year. I want to. I was going to say like January, if not before well, yeah, there that. There was that whole thing that WWE didn't want their superstars on Twitch or on Cameo yes. or with OnlyFans or making any kind of money on the side without their approval. Yes. Zelina Vega was one of the people that fought it. Zelina Vega also tweeted about unionization, which mm-hmm. is like a big no-no. Yeah, it's no-no. a big no-no. And now she's back. She's yeah. deleted that tweet. Mm-hmm. And... She's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. And Liv is pissed. Of course. And she comes out and she's like, wait a minute. I beat Carmella last week and Zelina hasn't even been here or wrestled in a year. And you're saying that she belongs in Money in the Bank. Like, once again, Liv says, I'm going to prove that I belong in Money in the Bank. And now it's Liv versus Zelina Vega with Carmella watching in the background, drinking her champagne or wine or whatever she's drinking back there. And Liv rolls up Zelina. So now Liv has beat both SmackDown women's entries. Yeah. And she's still not in Money in the Bank. Not yet. And I'm pissed about it. I don't think think she's going to be in it. I'm curious now is there's one more spot open. There's two spots open. Okay. I'm operating under the assumption that Liv Morgan is going to be in this. I don't don't think she's going to be in it at all. We can't keep... Like, you set up this story for it to be that Liv Morgan has beaten everyone that they put in. Like, maybe... They announce a fourth person, and Liv's not that fourth person, and she ends up in the ma- in the match some way, somehow. I just don't see a scenario where, especially on SmackDown, where you have no women. They have no women! Which you just added one mm-hmm. in Zelina Vega, which is great. It's a good get. She's great on the microphone. She's just very tiny, so it's, like, tough. Yeah, but that also works. In the ring. It works to her advantage as well, because she's tiny and she's able to move faster than a lot yeah, of but people. Those ladders are tall, man. She's going to be yeah. up there. Like that's a that's. A, I know you always get worried. Like when Alexa Bliss won Money in the Bank, I was like concerned because she's so tiny and she's yeah, up so high. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. You were like, "What if she falls?" Dude, if she falls, she's done. <laughs> and like Selena Vega is even smaller than that. Yeah. But I love that we have Selena Vega back. Hopefully, it opens the door for Alistair Black to come back. They just keep well, bringing Alistair people ba- back. That which night, is nice. when uh, Friday night when she came back, Alistair Black was on. Twitch and he did talk about like his he doesn't know if he would come back to the WWE that's not in his plans right now which could be just 
yeah. to you know to could throw us awesome. off if he does come back it could be honest and he doesn't want to come back for a while but he also said that eventually Zelina will talk about her release but the rumors that have gone around about it are wrong yeah so like sure. I don't think they're wrong though. No. Vince was mad that she talked about a union. Vince was mad that she was on Twitch. Vince fired her. I think Zelina just wanted to do Twitch. And yeah. And she was just like, fuck it. I'll just do that. And yeah. Still the weird thing is, we watched AEW because the rumors were that she was going to debut yeah, because, on AEW. Yeah, and Andrade's she, like, I have a surprise. And we're like, oh shit, Zelina's coming. Yeah. Nope. She just ends up on SmackDown. Yeah. That was probably one of the best surprises because we really did think that she was going to be on Wednesday night. At AEW, she did not pop up there, and then we had no idea, no, no idea, and we had rumors that she was, or heard rumors that she was going, that she was in the performance center, yeah, months ago, mm-hmm. and we were like, she's recording something for Alistair Black, yeah, that's what we figured. We really thought that, and then he's gone, and then we're like, okay, she's definitely, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. She's not coming back. Nope. nope. And then, so we don't know if Liv's going to be in Money in the Bank, maybe. Zelina is, Carmella is. We know that Bailey is not because Bailey and Bianca are going to have a match at Money in the Bank and it's going to be an I quit match for the women's championship. Yeah, I think um oh god, I don't we've already done this match a few times. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that, but this I mean this one literally has to be it because you can't yeah. do like I figured we did Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is supposed to be a blow-off style match. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, this feud's over. And I quit match. It has to be done. Well, it makes sense because Sasha Banks is supposed to be coming back the Friday before Correct. Yeah. Money in the Bank. So say Bailey and Bianca have this I quit match, Sasha's going to be the next in line. Well, right? So like, is, like, do we... Do we not put Liv in the match in the Money in the Bank and we just insert Sasha? Is that Sonya's last announcement? Maybe. Because right now, looking at this, we have Naomi, Asuka, Alexa, and Nikki Cross from Raw. Yes. Then we have Carmella, Zelina Vega, and two open spots on SmackDown. Yeah. You figure one's going to go to Liv. Yeah. I hope. I think you'll get a call-up as your second one. But then now that we just brought Zelina Vega... Mm-hmm. And it kind of messes up that theory because I didn't, you know, nobody saw Zelina Vega coming. Yeah. So I still think it could definitely be a call up. And there's, you know, there were women working dark matches mm-hmm. for SmackDown this past week. We had Shotzi Blackheart and Tony Storm. Yeah. And there's rumors that, you know, we're bringing up Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed mm-hmm. for the men. I also heard ones about uh, Mia Yim. Well, Mia Yim's on. The main roster. Yeah, that's right. We just haven't ever debuted I keep her. forgetting she's on the roster already. Yeah, she's already around, but yeah. she's just not been here. Um, and I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So on the men's side, we have for Raw John Morrison, Ricochet, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre. On the SmackDown side, we have Biggie, Kevin Owens. Then we also have the winner of Seth Rollins versus Cesaro and the winner of Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. So those will be our eight men. And then we also have Kofi versus Bobby Lashley and Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Then on the SmackDown side, we have Edge versus Roman for the Universal Championship and then Bailey and Bianca for the Women's Championship in an I Quit match. Yeah, I mean, they're stacking the card. 
Yeah. It seems like they're really... I mean, they're giving us Kofi and Bobby, which is at least new. So that's mm-hmm. fun. Roman and Edge in a one-on-one match is new. Yeah. And I I don't know. I just... And oh, we also had Otis beat uh, Angelo Dawkins. Again. I remain on the Otis train. <laughs> um, and yeah, this Money in the Bank... It's tough because I really do... I've been saying it for months. Cesaro is the perfect guy to win Money in the Bank. But we've also lost a lot of the momentum on the Cesaro train here. Because he hasn't really done much in the last couple weeks or however long. But again, looking at who is in this match, I don't see a better choice other than Riddle. I I think if you have a Raw guy win, it should be Riddle. If you have a SmackDown person win, it should be Cesaro. Big E's also in this match. Big I think e is, that's a great choice. I think Big E is who, looking at who's in here right now and the possibility for next week with the two matches that are happening, I think Big E is who I want to win the men, the men's money in the bank. And yeah, I'm still going with Cesaro on the women's side. Just give me Nikki Cross, man. Right now, looking at all these women that are in here, we still have two open spots. I will say Nikki Cross I want to see who is in those two spots before I make my final decision on those two. And we'll ha- we'll talk about that more probably next week because it'll be much closer to Money in the Bank. Yeah, Sonya will probably um, announce another one. We'll yeah. know the last guy on the Raw side. Yeah. And uh, we'll, of course, have our predictions up online on our social medias. We'll have that up. and But right now, yeah, I guess Nikki Cross would be the best bet on the women's side. We are two weeks away from Money in the Bank. We're a little under two weeks away from finally being back in front of a live crowd for SmackDown. We're finally going to get out of this coasting. Hopefully, this coasting pattern goes away. And that's... I can't be more excited. Two weeks can't come soon enough. I'm so excited to see those fans again. Well, to hear the fans again and to be the fan again. Like, I cannot wait for them to come back to Philly because there's nothing better than Philly fans. Sorry for wherever you're from. But there is nothing better than Philly fans, and I can't wait to be in that audience again. And hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Yeah. We will get more on Money in the Bank next week, our final entrance, and whatever else is going on. I know Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole will have a big match on NXT. Mm-hmm. And just another another solid week of wrestling in the books. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on the socials at HeBookSheBook. If you want to follow our personal accounts, I'm BeccaMC with three A's. And I'm MT Lianza. And that's our show for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Happy Fourth of July weekend.